Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and we've got new characters to introduce. Yay! Woo! Uh, hi, I'm Katie, and I'm never sure if we do a new order when we have a new podcast arc. <laughs> we didn't even discuss the order for this season. No. Mm. Are we sticking with the old one? Let's stick with the old one. I like going last. Okay. Uh, I'm Brandon. I play Bay. And I'm not getting into heaven because I have had sex with a Ninja Turtle. And I'm not going to elaborate. I'm Tisha. And I'm really curious, but I think I know the answer. I bet it was Ralph, right? It was Leo. (laughs) Ralph? (laughs) I don't know. Not Leo. Not Leonardo. I said I wasn't going to elaborate. We're done here. (laughs) Good day. I am Jonathan, and I play Zestasha Felzar. Quirky little thing about me is I can completely uh, recite 100% of uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you give and me the Cerulean one, Blue speech? 100%, I mean, like, maybe 1%, because I'm actually, I, I can't. Because I don't like watching movies. You're a big old liar. Oh my god, I can 100% be the best liar in the world. (laughs) Okay, so we heard some new names with our new characters. But before we talk about our new characters, we have a question that we want to answer first. And today's question is, which of your characters has been the most fun to play? Mm. We've gone through two storylines, four seasons, 100 some odd episodes. Who's been your favorite to play? Sure. I'll go first. I, I suppose my choices are between Benny, Edith, and Fanny Yokely. <laughs> and I think Fanny Yokely was very fun to play. I got to be like a terrible feminist, but with kind of comedic timing. I, I, I just really, I really enjoyed Fanny. And I really like, I, I like them all, obviously, but I had a lot of fun with Edith because of her take no shit kind of attitude fanny was incredible so i was kind of stuck because i was going to say that my favorite was also the the level 20 well it wasn't level 20 my (laughs) wilhelm shakespeare was level one and he was probably my favorite (laughs) wrote a couple little rhymes got to stab a woman to death even though she already gave up yeah yeah it's just the small things in life you know I liked playing Cherry. It's been really fun. Why? She's just a little girl who wants to be an adult and (laughs) doesn't realize how stupid that is. Absolutely. But is she a little girl? How many times has she repeated? (laughs) Not anymore. She's an adult now. (laughs) She peed in the woman's house. (laughs) That's the marker. Yep. Uh, Yeah, definitely mine was Eve. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for sure, because... It evoked the most emotion out of the listeners. Mm. Um, yep. The fuckery, the betrayal, like all of that was just so fun to play. Yeah, I definitely think that Eve, uh, Saint Eve of Laurent, was the 
was probably the most fun I've had uh, playing a character. He definitely evoked a lot of emotion. There was a lot of uh, audience response. Yes. Opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Eve was Eve was that girl. Okay, so one from Windblown, one from Cursed, and two from the Wish Spell. <laughs> Eve was very fun to play off of, I will say that. Mm-hmm. And even Hogum's relationship was very fun. Yeah. I do hope that with our new campaign that, you know, we get like the same amount of fuckery. If not more. We obviously will. I hope so too. I think there's going to be a fair amount of chaos. Yes. And that's who I was. My favorite playing was Little Dilla. I just like playing mm-hmm. them because they are just pure chaos in a five inch doll. But like adorable about it. But like also Little Dilla is based off of one of our listeners. <laughs> I, I took the last name. Yeah. I love that so much. They're very versatile. <laughs> we love a versatile queen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh. um, and then do we have a question today Kristofsky that was our question no, that was our question oh was that our question yes you probably didn't recognize because it's only been six minutes and speaking <laughs> of the amount of chaos that our characters bring I think we should introduce a little bit of our personality on our characters our new characters our new characters yes and I mean, I can go first. Um, uh, this campaign, you're going to be meeting Zestasha Felzar. She is, she's that, she's that man. She's that boy. She's that king. And he loves like fashion. He loves being in the limelight. She loves being on Instagram and making a moment out of anything. Uh, so that her followers can see what he's doing at any po- at, at, at any time of the day, as well as he comes from you know you know a family of royalty. His owner created him and made this wonderful being, and unfortunately they passed away, but they've left this grand legacy of the. Uh, the Felzar fashion line. And that is where my character is right now. So, you know, that's what Incredible. it is. Nice. Rex Baldacino is my character. And they are a non-binary Leonin paladin. So as far as, as far as, I guess, personality, they're pretty laid back. You know, but they really want to get the job done. That's the most important thing. Let's just get in here and get this job done. They are a retired bruiser. Um, don't ask me about the mafia because I got nothing to say about that. And they sound like Edith. They don't sound like Edith because Edith <laughs> has a southern accent. They sound like Tammy Baldwin. They don't there sound. They don't sound like Tammy. They don't sound like Tammy Baldwin because Tammy Baldwin doesn't do this with their teeth. Make him sound like a D. I can't tell which character you're doing right now. Well, that's well, that's your that's your problem. You need to fix your ears. They sound like Dammy Baldwin. Ooh, it's like Dammy. there's two of you. Dammy. Dammy. Yeah. Dammy Baldwin. Like <laughs> I'm dead. Tammy Baldwin. Tammy Baldwin sounds more like this. And uh, 
Rex Baldacino <laughs> sounds more like this. So yeah, there's a definite there's, difference. There's a difference, and if you you were ever in the uh, northern Midwest, you would know. <laughs> yeah, this might be just close to home, and that's why we notice it so much. And I will notice. I will let you know right now that what's going to happen is is that my character and uh, Brandel's character is going to um, evoke emotions out of you, and you will sound like Tammy Baldwin. Ah, uh, well, good luck. <laughs> 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 I'd like to see you try there, buddy. I can't. I can't tell the difference. Just fucking go then, Brandon. Just go. <laughs> it's wonderful. You're great. Are we? We're giving like full descriptors of these people. We're not learning about them as we. We're we're giving a little bit of the personality so we can see the chaos that is to come. Hopefully. Yeah, and I'm going to give you a chance to like make your entrance in the beginning of the Olympics. So, well, Bay is a plasmoid they are a small sized little slime goopy creature they go by he she they z ooze really anything you can think of bay born from a magical infused chemical runoff from i don't think we have a name for like our big corporation do we uh no not yet okay well we can edit that in i guess yeah uh, they have never met another person of their kind. They think that they're the only one that exists, and they have a bit of a, a storied past that we'll get into throughout the campaign. But they're just a happy-go-lucky little guy, little slime boy, eager to help his friends. Incredible. My guy's name is Lynn Spector Saint-Tit, um, but... Like Saint as in Saint and then t- as in T I T E, and he is Quebecois. So, uh, just like Jonathan mangled uh, an Australian accent last season, I get to mangle just uh, someone from Quebec sharing my Canadian culture, but not my specific Canadian culture. Um, he's a bit of a sourpuss, not a bit of a sourpuss, he's a huge sourpuss. He looks like Justin Bieber now, so just a dirty little greasy man who chain smokes and is bitter and never sleeps nice <laughs> love it now that we've heard a little bit about the characters you'll be playing for the new season we're going to see what they can do so we are bringing back the second olympic games oh no let me just do the intro let me just do the intro welcome to the second rgrp olympic games The contenders will compete in a series of events to test their range of skills and abilities, both in-game and in real life, all vying for a spot at the top of the podium. The player with the most points at the end will be awarded an RGRP gold medal. Of course, this is no ordinary medal. Once the medal is placed around the winner's neck, they will instantly level up and will start the new season a level ahead of everyone else. In addition to the level up, they will learn the secret of the newest gold medal. Ooh. Now, it's time to meet the competitors. Horns blare in the stadium as lights focus in on the four corners. Each of you gets your entrance now. So we'll go in order. We picked the order in a pre-GOS pre-game. So, Lynn Spector, what does your Olympic entrance look like? Lynn, like, slinks in. He's smoking a cigarette. He's got a ratty old little leather jacket on with, like, a futuristic looking flannel, but it is still like a flannel. You know what I mean? Some ratty jeans. He uh, spits a cigarette on the ground and he puts it out with his heel and he says, Oh, say, Kaskala, fuck, Kaskisisa, like, 
And he just hangs back and sees who's going to be entering next. Awesome. Zastasha? Yeah, so Zastasha is walking in and blowing kisses. Um, I'm assuming there's a crowd. There's a crowd, right? Oh, yes. Huge crowd. Yeah. So you uh, see this uh, this goddess walk in and he is giving, he's giving this is my moment. And he is wearing this uh, muted pink leopard print bodycon suit. And you see the cape flowing and he's blowing kisses to the crowd. And as he reaches the, uh, I guess, the center of the arena or the area, he looks over and he sees Lynn. And he says, it seems the competition is going to be very easy this afternoon. And then he turns back around, flips his hair, and gives more kisses to the crowd. Nice. I put my middle <laughs> finger up at him like a prep. I'm here for the reference this time. <laughs> hey, you're up. Oh, I'm next. Okay. Um, you hear We Are Family blaring really loud over the speaker system. And uh, just this pile of wetness that I guess we all probably thought was like morning dew or whatever kind of congeals into this two foot tall pile of oil slick shiny goo no face, no distinctive features, just kind of a, a sentient pile of slop that has a, a bit of refuse in it. And as it kind of slides forward to meet the rest of the competitors, it rolls over Lynn Spector's cigarette and it gets like absorbed into their body and is now a part of their slime <laughs> and joins the, the rest of the crowd. Excellent. Rux walks in. Rux is a seven foot tall, very androgynous looking, thick Leonin. And they walk in shoving, like, shoving a deep dish pizza in their face. They have a shot of Malort in their hand. Uh. They wash the pizza down with the shot of Malort and uh, come strutting in just very big and overbearing with their. Double-edged sword uh, spinning. Why would you intentionally drink Malort? <laughs> you have to drink Malort at every event, at least just one shot. It's, you have to do Ugh. it. Cool. That's too Chicago for me. <clears throat> what does that even mean? After the entrances, after the opening ceremony, you are all shown to your quick change rooms where you will enter, derobe, and come out in your normal armor attire or i guess for i guess for bay you don't change do you when they come out of the dressing room there's a couple more cigarettes in them <laughs> okay uh the, <laughs> the rest of you are just in your normal armor that you have on as opposed to your opening ceremony garb <laughs> and the first event will take place you will all be shown to a thick white line on the field and there will be a bow and arrow a bow and a quiver of arrows waiting for you. There's one for each of us? Yes. Yes. There's a bow and arrow for there's a bow and quiver of arrows for each of you. You're gonna make so many inappropriate jokes. On the field appears a hooded figure. This is Judge Jury, the Olympics only judge. 
And he says, Welcome to your first Olympic game. This is the archery interruption. The competitors will stand at the thick white line on the field. Each competitor has three haystack targets in front of them at varying distances. The goal is to light each haystack on fire in the fewest rounds. Each round, the players will fire one arrow at a target, which would be easy enough, except suddenly a barrage of mischievous imps fly onto the field. They'll be trying to steal your arrows midair. And if they catch your arrow, you need to chase after it, interrupting your next turn. Do any of them have a curly tail? Yes, of course one of them has a curly tail. <laughs> First to hit all three targets earns three points. Second, two points. Third, one point, and fourth gets nothing. <clears throat> so how we're going to play this is you're going to be making ranged attack rolls. The closest target is if you roll a 4 through 12. The second target is 13 to 19. And the third target is 21 and up. Now, if you land on a multiple of 5, so 5, 10, 15, 20, that is an interruption, and you will lose your next turn. Rules clear? Yeah. So you want us all to add just a bow to our character? I already have one, so I guess I have advantage. What kind of crossbow do you have? I mean, if you want advantage, because you don't always want to get the highest roll you can get. Yeah, that's true. And by advantage, I mean I have whichever is best for me. So Ah, I see. Yeah. Totes. Yeah, if you can just add a bow and arrow, like a simple bow and arrow. I add a crossbow, because that's what I'm proficient in. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was just like a ranged attack that your character had, but I guess I don't. No. I guess it doesn't. There. Just adding a light crossbow. That works. That's what I did. Rules still stand, imps still out. Uh, and of course, all of your arrows are lit on fire, because that's how you clear a haystack. Okay. All right, so everyone, light your first arrow and fire. Yeah? Okay. Bay's going to roll into their quiver of of bolts and I guess just kind of absorb it into their body. Ah. And try and fire the bolts out of their body. Nice. <laughs> Gross. Um, Zastasha rolled a six. Okay. Bay got a 21. Nice. I also got a six. Well, Zasasha's first target lights up, Lynn Spector's first target lights ablaze, and Bay's furthest target is now lit up. And then we'll just wait for Rux's roll. They got a 17. Rux says, okay. I hope they got some uh, nice firemen or fire protection here. There was this great fire one time that started in a barn with some hay like this, back where I'm from. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone, light your second arrow. Uh, Rux's middle target has been lit up, so you each have one, two to go. Fire your second arrow. Second arrow. Seventeen. I also got a seventeen. Wow. Thirteen. And I got a seven. You said thirteen, Rux. Yes. Okay. The imps have missed everybody's arrow so far. However, Rux and Zastasha hit the same target and are just lighting things that are already on fire. Nice. Bay and Lynn both hit the middle target and are now only one haystack away from winning. This is rigged. <laughs> Third arrow. Here we go. 11. Oh. 11. 12. 11, 11, 12. 14. 
Okay. Well, Bay had a perfect round. I guess not using a crossbow and instead of using your body was just the perfect way to handle this. Bay has lit all three haystacks on target. Can I fire at one of the imps? <laughs> yeah, you want to keep going? Sure. Oh. I got a 15. Yeah, well then, yes, you've now hit an imp. As opposed to them catching it, you just struck one. Can I roll over to one of the imps and eat it? Like absorb it into my body? Wow. Hey, little goo thing there. You're not supposed to hit the imps. I don't remember that being said in the rules. They, they seem like they're just here to do their job. I mean, they're also just running around. And bitch, I've seen the fucking anime that you are trying to base yourself off of. And let me just tell you right now that if you absorb those powers, um, referee, we're calling disqualification because he's cheating. <laughs> Bay's rolling over it real quick to try and eat the, the imp. <laughs> They're fucking cheating. Rux wants to run towards the goo and try to pick them up and just lift them up. Can can you be lifted up? I don't know. That's what do you think, Diab? Yeah. Does my does my gloved (laughs) fist just squish all the way through them, and then I am terrified at my own self, or can I (laughs) grab onto their goo and lift them? I think I'm corporeal. I think you can grab me. Yeah, I think it's just a real wet grab. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, you get like uh, some paper cigarettes stuck to your hands. It's a little gross. You're you're a little dirty there, dude. All right, guy. Let's uh, let's not kill the the little things that are doing their job. Okay. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Oh gosh, they're so gooey. Ugh. Oh, what what is this? What what are you? I think it's some sort of a uh, jellyfish. I'm I'm a little slime boy. B O I, as in I, am a little slime boy. That's adorable. Okay. Thank you. I hate all of this. <laughs> well, does this slime come off? What do I have to do to get your goo off my hands? You need to shower a lot. Do you have any steel wool? Well, not on me. Do you? Not maybe. Spooky. Do you want to dig around? No. <laughs> no. No, I, I do not. Um, but thank you. Now, just don't leave the little guys alone. All right? Okay. I'm sorry. You're you're the one holding him, sir. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. And who are you? I, I don't think we met there. Dude smoking a cigarette. Not sir. In an Olympic competition. I have to keep on peak performance, no? <laughs> uh, my name's Lynn. And you? Rux. Rux Baldacino. I'd uh, shake your hand, but I'm smoking. <laughs> ew. Ew, uh, ew, you sound so fedora. Yeah, I'll just give you a little pat there on your shoulder with the goo hand. All right. Well, good luck there, Lynn and little goo guy. And you two over there, you're very attractive. Now, can uh, can we continue and not kill the, you know, the little dudes doing their job? Yeah, Judge Jury will appear and say, please stay behind the white line. We we need these imps for next year. Did I get to eat that imp or is it still on the floor? You don't get to eat the imp. (laughs) Rex is... What would it do? Would it just roll around in you? I don't know, but we could find out together. I kind of want there to just be an imp floating around in you. Bay is trying to absorb the imp's powers. I don't know if I even get, but we didn't really house rule that, do I? 
Do no, I get wings if I, I eat them? You just no. You don't get like a paperclip's powers. <laughs> you, Come on. You just have shit rolling around in you. Well, I ate all these cigarettes. Do I give people cancer if they touch me? <laughs> you're, you're like silly putty, is all I'm thinking. Just pick shit up. All right, buddy. Uh, I'm not gonna let you eat this imp. So if you keep rolling towards it, we're gonna have a problem. Okay. Can somebody come pick up the injured imp, please? It's also an imp is really weak. I didn't fully kill it, did I? I didn't roll for damage. Zestasha walks over and picks up the imp, puts them in the nearest, uh, uh, the nearest bay for healing, and then says, "All right, y'all, like, let's fucking get on to the next round, please. Thanks, great, awesome, sweet." All right, we've got... Bay has already finished. We are now fighting for second and third place. Everybody only has one target to hit. It is the furthest target away. Fourth arrow, light it on fire and go! Hey, after this, after this, uh, goo boy, uh, you can absorb this, uh, bow and arrow if you want it. Thank- I'm stuffed. Thank you, though. Oh, okay. Seven. Zestasha rolled a 16. Four. No hits from anybody. Try again! Four? Ten. God damn it. Ten. Zestasha rolled a 14. <laughs> okay. And it didn't work. All right, we're going to move the targets closer. <laughs> Everyone roll again. I think Bay is sliming up to uh, Lin Spectre and like trying to crawl up onto their shoulder. Five. Okay. This disgusting thing is touching me. Zestasha rolled a 17. Uh, I got an 18. I guess there's some luck in the goo because Lynn Spector was able to hit the furthest target. Coming in second place, Zestasha, yours came just a little bit short. Oh, God. And Rux, I'm guessing your hands are just slippery on the crossbow. <laughs> yeah. There's still third place to go for. One final arrow. 13. 15. Okay. Zastasha takes third place then, and Rux, unfortunately, does not finish. Yeah, I still got all this uh, goo on my hands. Now that you're done shooting, think you could shoot the, the little guys flying around. Uh, if you saw how I, how I just performed, I, I, don't think I, can, I don't think I could do that. But uh, thanks for having confidence in me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Here, uh, maybe this can be a snack for later. And Rux hands Bay their bow. Ooh, it's cold. At the end of the first event, all four of you are ushered downstairs into an underground lair. Okay. You are brought underground into a dark room with four spotlights shining down in the center each highlighting a single podium. And as you approach your designated spot behind the podium, you see two buttons on it. One is the horny devil emoji, and one is the red angry emoji. The voice of Judge Jury echoes in the room. Welcome to the sacrifice. First, some privacy. The ground rumbles and stone walls shoot up between each of you so you can no longer see each other. Just you and your podium. Oh! This game will be played in rounds. Each round I will offer you points in exchange for a small sacrifice. If you accept this sacrifice, hit the horny devil. And you will continue in the game. 
If you decline, hit the angry face. You will not lose any points you've accrued so far, but you are out of the game and cannot earn any more points. Do we, like, message you privately? Yes, and I'm actually going to ask you to just record on Audacity and mute yourself so you can talk out your decisions. Mm. Can you do me just one more repeat of that? Yeah, for sure. I'll do it in my voice. The, the game's going to be played in rounds. Each round, I'm going to offer you points in exchange for a small sacrifice. If you accept the sacrifice, you'll hit the horny devil button, and you will continue in the game. If you decline, though, you hit the angry face. You will not lose anything, but you are out of the game and cannot earn any more points. So as long as you hit the horny devil, you can move on to the next round and earn more points. DM me either the horny devil or, uh, or instead of emoji, you can just say accept decline. I don't care. Okay. Bay is going to use an action to assume a humanoid form, kind of like stand up and look at these buttons and say, I'm... I do like playing games, and I wanna. I would like to keep playing, and then hit the horny devil button. First, for one point, age five years. Age five years. I mean, I already smoke. <laughs> oh, I already mute yourself. I already made my decision before that was asked. Does that? <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Okay, great. So uh, what I will say is I'm not going to say when any of you decline. So assume your competitors are in the game as long as you or longer. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to be talking as if all of you are always in the game. I don't know what my character's age is. Well, <laughs> I don't know if my character knows what my character's age is. Well, we'll figure that out and we'll age it five years if you accept. Okay, great. What if I harden? What if I congeal and solidify into it? <laughs> or get looser? Right? Why don't you just evaporate? Oh, we're going to find out what it means. <laughs> already making a new character on the second episode. It's a little rock hard solid blob of whatever that just tickles around. <laughs> Round two. One point to lose one known language. To lose one known language. Do we okay. get to choose? Yeah. Yes. Bay's gonna hit the button again immediately. I only know Goblin, and that was from like a, a crime-ridden pastime, so I, only I don't know. think he's upset about Kamen. losing it. No mission, Leonin. Do I unlearn Kamen? Surely I could learn that back real quick, right? Do I unlearn Ka Leonin? Eh, I don't know any other lions here. There's no other ones of me. What's the point? Let's just kill that language. It's dead. Dies with me. Round three, for two points, 10% of your max HP. Ooh. 10% of my max HP. I don't even know what that is. What, I cut a finger off? What, I don't, what are they even asking? 10% of my max HP. Like forever? Like my max HP every time I level up? Does it still, or is it just one number? They don't even explain these things. Abay has very little health, so he's gonna uh, slap the pass button and then shrink back down into a little baby slime. Just kind of hang out, I guess. Can I slither my way up? How tall is this wall? Am I? How tall are these walls that we're surrounded by? <laughs> Can I like slither my way up? <laughs> 
How are you troublesome from the start? I am anxiety tapping my leg. <laughs> Stay okay. in place. Great. Judge Jury will say, stop moving. You have to hit the button. All right. Round four for three points. Permanent disadvantage on one skill chosen at random. <laughs> hmm. Permanent disadvantage on one skill chosen at random. Hmm. I already have permanent disadvantage on my stealth. I'm not a very sneaky, sneaky person. Eh. It was one skill? Yes, one skill chosen at random. Decline. I'm not gonna do that. I already lost the tip of my tail. Not gonna get disadvantage on something. Final round. For five points, sacrifice your name. I will assign you a new one. <laughs> that could be pretty good. Oh, there's no chance in that. Uh, so it'll be five points if I get to pick it without telling you what it is. And three points if you want to know what it is beforehand. So for the three points for knowing ahead of time, I'll offer the same thing for anyone still in the game. And I'm going to tell you all four of your names. So if you're still in the game, this is your offer. If you're not still in the game, this is what it would have been. Uh, for Katie, your new character's name is Harry Mansplain. Excellent. Uh, Jonathan, your new character's name is 1234. <laughs> Brandon, your new character's name would be KJ Growling. I hate mm. that one. No, and no. And Tisha, your new character's name is Stepstool. I hate the KJ Growling. I hate that one. <laughs> I know, it's bad, isn't it? Turn my character into transphobe. <laughs> okay. All sacrifices have been made. Thank you. And Judge Jury disappears. Uh, we are not revealing who sacrificed what. So you know what you earned in the sacrifice. Uh, and I will say we're not going to be referring to anybody as a different name. Cool. Good, because I didn't really like anyone. I guess no one wanted to be Harry Mansplain or KJ Growling. I mean, how do I know what I earned? Did you say the numbers? Yeah. Uh, can you message each me? Each time I offered something, I said four. I'll, here, I'll message you each how many points Thank you got you. there. How's that? Yeah. I thought you were saying the question numbers or something. I don't know. Okay. Damn. Okay. There you go. So there was 12 points available in that game. Okay. Really? I did. But obviously losing your name is a big deal, especially for a character you just created. So, understandable. The sacrifice is complete and points have been awarded accordingly. As Judge Jury disappears... The separation walls lower, and a large screen appears on the wall in front of you. Judge Jury says, This event is brought to you by Pickle Spire Casino, located a half day west of Ekru Ice Caps. That's Pickle Spire Casino. Ew. Welcome to Lizard One Racing. Fuck. Ugh. The screen shows a long, straight track with six lanes sitting in the center of the arena. As the announcer explains the event, six terrariums, labeled one through six, lower from the ceiling. Each cage has a monitor lizard inside with a name displayed on top. Please choose the one lizard you believe will win the race. You may not choose a lizard if already chosen. 
Lizards are behind Pickle Spire Casino magic proof glass to deter tampering. So I'm going to give you guys the lane numbers, the names, and then you're going to be able to pick your lizards. The lizards cages are 15 feet away from their podiums. Uh, and your podiums now, instead of having two buttons on it, has six, numbered one through six. Okay. So to make your decision, you have to hit your number on your podium. Uh, you can go up to the lizards and investigate them. Some investigations will be helpful, some will not be. Okay. Or you can just pick a lizard. So let me type it out real quick, and then we will get started with Lizard 1 Racing. And it's going to work the same way as last time. You're going to roll d20s instead of d6s. And that will be how the lizards run. And we're going to be racing 275 or above. Okay. And hopefully the magic proof glass actually stops y'all from magic mirroring or mystic misty stepping. I was going to spider climb my way out of our little voting bins. And ah! Look at other people. What do I have to roll or convince you to be like Lynn got in early and gave one of the lizards coke? <laughs> Bitch. If I, if I didn't have a lizard has coke on my page already, that's hysterical. I don't know why that was the first thing I wrote. I was like, but if lizards want to go fast, probably coke. <laughs> yes. There's probably other ways to do it, but that was my no, first thought too. Wow. There's a big problem in the lizard doping community. <laughs> it's a big lizard doping problem. Okay, let me write real quick. So, what'd y'all do in the sacrifice thing? I, I I can't take a whole lot of hits, so I did I I didn't take that one. I stopped at the I'm a little squishy boy. Yeah, that was a rough one. And they show you the tip of their tail that got cut off. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't it was not pretty. But uh you know, I'm not here to be pretty unless you think I'm pretty. Oh I I don't have eyes. Oh. I was wondering how Can that works. Can I feel worked. your face? Uh, do you have like a scrub thing to get the goo out of my fur? No. Uh, get, get one of those and then, yeah, absolutely. Actually. Is your character blind? I mean, that would make it very difficult for some of these spells. So no, but they also don't have eyes. Just yanking her chain. Okay, just you're just... Sense organs. I think it's like an arcana thing. I think it's like a magic sense the space around them ah okay actually uh can i see some of uh your goo do you mind if i touch ya bay kind of like opens up almost like a donut shape to allow a hand in <laughs> yeah uh weird rex puts their hand in grabs uh, some of the goo and then uses the goo to slick back their hair so they have like a mohawk that goes all the way back to the bottom of their neck like a short mohawk, like Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a faux hawk. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A faux hawk. Right. Yeah. Hey, that kind of looks good, I think. Right? It feels like it looks good. Hey, uh. Yeah, looking slick. Hey, Zestasha, how's my hair look? Oh, I mean, you know, it looks good or whatever. Like, I, I, I've seen better, but also on you, like, you know, it's whatever. It looks, it looks great. Uh, death to all humans. Oh. Well, none of us are human, so. Well, I mean, some humans are okay, I think, right? Some of them are fine. But the- also, my notes okay. on Zastasha just say thick, black as hell, and ponytail. Yes, that is Zastasha. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. You can, add, you, can, you can add robot. Robot, gotcha. Okay, 
So your lizard one racing. All of the lizards are the same species this time. So there's no <laughs> fastest lizard. They're all monitor lizards. In lane one, we have deer taxi. In lane two, we have lump nuts. In lane three, dad navigates. In lane four, hammy sammy. In lane five, noisy cinnamon. And in lane six, Heidi stones. Okay, everybody look for an anagram. Are we able, when we go to investigate, can we actually touch them, or are they still behind the glass? They're behind the glass. Two drug a lizard. But you can like roll investigation if you want to. Can anyone hear me? You're cutting out. What'd you say? I heard something about drugging a lizard. Oh, are you asking if you could have known or have drugged one? Yeah, you never told me what I had to roll. To oh, to try and drug yes. one. Stealth. Stealth. Went in a little early, paid some guy some cash. Yeah, well, I got a fucking nine. Yeah, maybe you got stopped at the door then. So no- And now you just have a, a pocket full of coke. None of them are drugged? Just have a pocket full of coke. <laughs> None of them are drugged by, by uh, Lynn Spector, at least. Um, can I do an investigation check to, check to see if any of them are looking... Not normal. I'm not going to do any checks. I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to pick Heidi Stones. Looks like a hedonist. Okay. I rolled a 20 to see if any of them look tampered with. I'll message you. Is there any sort of like crack in the glass or... No. Some... Magic proof. Is there spire a door glass? into the space? It's, it's Go away. There's, there's glass beyond glass. I'm a plasmoid. I can slip in there. <laughs> Let me squish in. <laughs> what? Why do you need to squish in? That's for me to t- talk about. You're just hell bent on cheating, aren't you? <laughs> of course. Um, who? Roll. You could not do that sneakily. I could turn invisible if that helps. Do you want me to turn invisible? I want you to pick a fucking lizard. <laughs> That's not what this game is, Chris, and you know it. <laughs> Hang on. Let me answer Jonathan. You know one of these is trapped. This is a word jumble for something that means, like, uh, fast as shit. <laughs> Can I do, like, a perception check to see if I get, like, any good vibes about any of these lizards? I mean, noisy, noisy cinnamon could be, like, an insomniac, right? So they haven't got any sleep. So she gets cocaine? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick, I wouldn't pick that one. But, uh, I already picked Tidy Stones, so we all know that... Heidi is uh, going to be the number one, so there's that. Uh, I roll a 14. <laughs> okay. I will get you your info after I give Jonathan his. So I have Tisha has Heidi stones. Can we pick the same one? No. What number? What numbers are they? Once it's already picked. I have it in the recording chat, the numbers and names. Okay. So number one is Deer Taxi. Number two is Lump Nuts. Number three is Dad Navigates. Number four is Hammy Sammy. And number five is Noisy Cinnamon. Lane six is already picked, which was Heidi Stones. Okay. All right. Uh, can Zestasha pick lane one? Sure. Dear Taxi. There's no way Bay can slip in there, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Which cage do you want to slip into? Aha! Which one looks the smallest? They're all this. They're all monitor lizards. Okay, I'm gonna slip into Dad navigates. 
Okay. Invisible. Okay. And? I'll, we'll hang on until the race starts. Okay. Is that the one you're picking? Oh, yeah. You hear a voice that says, I'm voting for Dad Navigates because dads don't... Dads don't stop for directions. Oh, man. My, uh... My gooey boy, uh... Seems like uh, you might be getting a disadvantage there with that with that pick. But uh, why did I was something said? Did I fuck up? No, I mean Dad navigates. I switch around those letters there, and uh, that says disadvantage, my guy. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, you locked in. So now we're just waiting for Katie's. Fuck. Could have helped you out with this pick. You have lump nuts, hammy sammy, or noisy cinnamon. Noisy cinnamon. You tricked me. Mm-hmm. I knew. Okay. <laughs> so our racers for this event are Noisy Cinnamon, Deer Taxi, Dad Navigates, and Heidi Stones. So the way this is going to work, I will keep track of the math. Don't worry. All you're going to be doing is rolling d20s for me. And I was going to message you what you get, but Brandon, as Tisha pointed out, that does say disadvantage. So you do have disadvantage on your rolls. Great. <laughs> and I do have one other message to send, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Hopefully my character's not just made out of stone. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Okay. The lizards, now that everyone has picked their lizards, they will be raised up back to the field. The three of you that are still underground can watch on the screen while our invisible plasma boy uh, is still in the terrarium. The four lizards are set up for the race. You hear Judge Jury count down. Three, two, one, go! So we're going to go in rounds, rolling d20s, and you'll just tell me what you get, and I will keep adding it up until we get three people to 75. Nice. Okay. Uh, Bay is going to touch Dad Navigates. Uh-huh. And cast catapult at a third level you're such a punk okay <laughs> to try and throw dad navigates 90 feet in a straight line is there a role for that um there's gonna be a role for that there would be a save for whatever it hits but i don't think there's a role for the thing being thrown how far can it go 90 feet okay it also says an object, but I, f- I feel like we could... I feel like lizards are objects. Animals aren't people. I feel like lizards are objects. Sure, sure. How, um, how much health does do these lizards have? <laughs> you, you know I do have that favorite. In. Is, is there uh, a wall? Is it going to hit the wall and explode after? Well, 90 feet. So this is a 75 meter course. So 90 feet is only a third of that. Okay. So you're not catapulting them to victory. But I'll, I'll say that's your role then for them. Okay. Um, once again, how much health do these lizards have? <laughs> I'm looking it up. A monitor lizard has 22 hit points. Great. Okay. As the lizard is uh, flying, I guess, being catapulted. Um, you all see. If you're going to try anything, you have to keep in mind you are underground. You are not on the field. The oh. only reason the bay is on the field is because they snuck into the terrarium. Shit. Okay. Okay. 
All right, never mind then. Like, we're, we're good. We're good. Okay. The three of you give me rolls, and I will start bay at 27, which is what 90 feet equals out to. It's not fair that D&D doesn't. Uh, Zestasha rolled a dirty 20. Okay. An eight. Oh, wait. Dirty 20? How can you roll a dirty 20? Don't worry about that. Oh, oh he has a special condition. Yeah, so mind your fucking business. <laughs> oh, fuck. I would have had a nat 20, but I have disadvantage. So, 16. Uh, Heidi Stone's got an 8. I got a 9. Oh, wait. What are we rolling? I'm rolling a d20. You're not rolling. D20s, but you didn't get to roll. You threw your right, blizzard. Right, that's fair. I did. So... <laughs> So in the first round, <laughs> uh, Dad Navigates is currently in the lead, followed by Deer Taxi, then Heidi Stones. Nope. Then Noisy Cinnamon, then Heidi Stones. Go. Go. Yes. Okay. All right. Rolling. Uh, next round rolling. D20 again, please. 13. 7. Go, go, Escar, go. I mean, it's a lizard, not a snail, but... For Zestasha, 25. Okay. Dang. That's the one on Coke, huh? I got a fucking one. Oof. Your lizard dies? A lot of shifting happened in this. Now, Deer Taxi is out in front, followed by Dad Navigates. Then... Heidi Stones was able to take over third place, and Noisy Cinnamon is now in last. Roll your d20s again for round three. Seven. Fifteen. Eleven for Zestasha. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try something. If you're trying to cast a spell on the lizards, you're underground I'm not trying to cast a spell on the lizards. Oh. I'm not trying to cast a spell... On the lizards. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. How many guards would you say there are? Um, quite a bit for an Olympic event. <laughs> but directly stopping me from interfering with the lizards. I mean, you're a full underground away from it. You'd have to go all the way back up the stairs, get back onto the field. You don't have a quick way to do that. I don't have a quick way, and I'm at least 30 feet away. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to see if I have something. I did my damnedest to make sure you guys couldn't do anything but roll. And Brandon still found a way. I'm a cheater. Yeah. I did my best. I'm a slippery, goopy little cheater. (laughs) Stop saying it like that. Wow. That was... was... (laughs) I mean, I laughed so hard when I read Slime Boy on your profile. Gender slime boy. boy. Okay, I can't do anything. <sighs> Boring. Can't. I'd like to cast a spell. Can I cast a spell? I got a thirteen. Um, places have stayed the same, but everyone's moved forward at least. Uh, this next round. So, Brandon, if you want to roll for something, it'll be in lieu of your turn. Oh, I don't get to move my lizard. Well, at I guess all. not, because you're not. No, it won't be, because the lizard's a separate entity from you. Never mind. So everyone roll your d20s for your lizards, and then we'll hear what Slime Boy does. I got a 16. Fuck. A 19 and a 2. Ooh. 
All right, I rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, 17. Deer Taxi is less than 10 yards away. Nope, just over. Deer Taxi is just over 10 yards away. Dad Navigates is behind that, followed by Heidi Stones and then Noisy Cinnamon. (sighs) One more roll. I'm guessing this is going to be the end for Deer Taxi, but we'll see. I want to cast Gust. Yes. What does Gust do? How long is your range? My range is 30 feet. Yeah, no. But I can, like, move 30 feet, can I? So, 60? Not even. Shit. Because you threw him 90 feet at first. I did throw him 90 feet. You're absolutely right. And now he's moved another about 90 feet. And Zistasha rolled a dirty 20. With that, Deer Taxi crosses the finish line first. (gasps) Oh, wait. I'm Noisy Cinnamon. Yes, you are. Tabernak. Spits on the ground again. This fucking snail. Dad navigates got a 13. Okay. I rolled a four. And Tisha, what was yours? You know what? It honestly doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Because once Deer Taxi crosses the finish line, a trap is triggered. (gasps) And a blade swings down Uh on the lizard on spot 45. Heidi Stones has been beheaded and is no longer in the race. What? what? You caught Dad Navigates as disadvantage, but Heidi Stones as this one dies. Uh, oh no! I did miss that. What the fuck? <laughs> this is why you always use check traps. <laughs> oh, that's not. That doesn't look. That doesn't look good. That Wait. looks like it hurts. I don't think they're uh, getting back up from that one. I can uh, cure wounds, but the. It's a lizard. Oh, dexterity. It's deer taxi. Extra uh, die. Oh, extra, extra die. die. Extra die. Yeah. Jonathan's been able to roll a D8 the whole time along with the D20. This I can't one, spell. This one dies. I didn't even see it. Uh, I, I saw it hedonistic and I'm like, yeah, sure. Hedonist. Sounds good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need one more roll from Bay and Lynn Spector. I think it's statistically impossible for Bay to not come in second, but let's just roll it just to maybe you get a slew of ones. Maybe. I got an 18. Oh. Got a 10. Oh, okay. Well, we still have a race then. Then you're all within shot of it then. So one more roll, uh, Brandon and Katie. 15. I got a nat 20. Ugh. Uh... Yeah, unfortunately, Bay's still just too far ahead. Really? Yeah. There was a 13-yard gap between you, as it was. Rip. That means Deer Taxi came in first. Dad Navigates came in second, surprisingly. Heidi Stones did not make it to the finish line, and Noisy Cinnamon came in third. So, with that, Lynn Spector gets one point. Bay gets two points, and Zastasha gets three points. Yay. <laughs> Yay, me. I need to make friends with this, mm. uh, this, this Sasha character. What is the scoreboard overall so far? Ooh, it's a tie for first place right now. Mm. Uh-huh. Between Bay and Lynn Spector. 
Okay. Really? I gave up real quick in that button pushing thing. Yeah, but you won the archery competition. Oh, true. And came in second in Lizard One Racing. So, Zastasha, you are in second, just one point behind both of them. And Rux is three points behind the lead. Hey, I mean, no harm, no foul. Uh, that's what I always say. I see what you did there. On the end of day one of the Roll Gay Roleplay Olympic Games, we have a tie for first place. Bay and Lynn Spector both have seven points. Zastasha is in second with six points. And Rux is in last with four points. There is still plenty of Olympics yet to play, and we will continue on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Hope you're enjoying the introduction to our new characters. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye. Every- oh, do you guys want to say where to find each other? I just no. got that part. No, we don't need to today. Not today. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.